0: This episode of the Wildly Balanced podcast is sponsored by the How to Hire and Utilize a VA in Your Business Masterclass. Are you ready to hire a VA for your ever-growing business, but not sure how? In this in-depth masterclass, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about hiring a VA in your business. What is a VA? Where's the best place to find a VA? Why should you hire a VA? How to outsource with ease. In this 45-minute masterclass, you will walk away with a potent, Juicy list of tasks that you can outsource today. How amazing is that? Get this bad boy for only twenty-two bucks. Visit the link in our show notes or go to carlyita.co.podia.com to learn more. That's carlyita.co.c a r l y i t a c o P-O-D-I-A dot .com to learn more. Welcome to the Wiley Balance Podcast. Wildly Balance is your weekly permission slip to bring more fun and wildness into your work-life balance. Join us every week for our favorite tips on how to have more fun, shift your mindset, and let your wild side flow. Welcome back to another episode of Wildly Balance. It's Carly here. Again, Jill is on hiatus till the end of the year, but she is still here in our hearts and our community. So today I'm joined with a super special guest today. We have the amazing, the infamous Shoshana Raven. Shoshana helps paradigm shifting, wave paving leaders and entrepreneurs step into their magnetic personal power and grow a thriving community centric business. It's so good to have you, Shoshani. Thank you so much for being here. Can you tell us a little bit about you and your business, who you are, what you balance, all that good stuff? Yeah, definitely. I'm a leadership and business coach for other
1: heart-centered, shame-slaying leaders, people who have community-centric businesses, who are growing online personal brands, and who are changing yeah, conversations, really changing the world. Yeah. Um, so it's a ton of fun. I have all kinds of different programs. I really talk about feminine business strategies. So how we break all the rules, right? How we let go of pain point marketing and kind of pushy, urgency-based sales that makes everyone want to hide <laughs> they have a business or offerings and how we really empower each other to be creative in our work, right? Where I have a multi-dimensional product suite and multi-passionate. We have everything from programs about money to programs about confidence to global retreats to programs about our feminine energy and our personal power to storytelling and marketing, right? So it's a ton of fun. We have uh, thousands of, of people all around the world. Um, really, this was created, you know, three years ago with the, the little dream to start a podcast. So I started my business which i had no 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 intention of of creating a business from i was just like i've got to share my truth with the world you know i started talking openly about general harpies and shame and turning shame into power and breaking stigma and i started sharing other people's stories in my podcast and over time i kind of let the little secret out that i actually wanted to be a coach you know i had been pretty much helping people and coaching people my whole life and so when I lost all my side gigs, I was freelance writing, I was walking dogs, I was beer tending, doing all kinds of stuff. Those started to drop away and I finally just doubled down on my own coaching business and we've been able to grow that to multi-million dollars a year organically. So that means no paid traffic, no outreach strategies, just 100%, you know, organic um, and it has been such a beautiful, such a beautiful ride. I live here in Denver, Colorado. I love to travel the world. I run my business as I travel the world. This year we've been in Bali, Mexico, all around the U.S. I went to two snowboarding in the summer in South America. So life is pretty awesome right
0: now. And I just love what I do so much. Honestly, I want to say something about um, your traveling. Because I first found you in May, I think. It's when I first started following you. And it's because one of my clients actually sent... Like one of the clients that I support sent me her profile and was like, hey, she's in Bali too. Because I was actually, me and my partner and my friend were in Bali at the same time. So that's oh kind of cool. One of your her, one of your clients, who is it? Yeah, her name is Gervais Colmos. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah. So yeah, we're in Bali at the same time. I was in Seminyak. Awesome. Yeah. And that's so cool. It's so cool to get to know you and meet you and learn more about you here oh, on the pod. Amazing. So cool. And with one of your offers too, I was actually just at the evolution, which was the masterclass that you just hosted on Sunday. Yeah. The time that we're recording it, it's like Tuesday after it. So, Oh my gosh, you were yeah, there. Yeah, I was. It was so good. And yeah. I just want to say that I kind of went into it too, like not really sure what to expect. And also to be like, oh, she's a business coach or like a life coach, like this will help me in my business and business centered and everything. But I actually had the most unexpected, beautiful, needed, evolved conversation with my partner after it. And we just healed like, like two years of pandemic trauma between us. Like I felt like we're the most connected we've been in years. So that was really
1: surprising
0: from that. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for hosting it.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm so glad. What do you think made
0: that shift for you? I don't even know. Honestly, it was like we did. It was like the two and a half hour masterclass. It was it was loaded. (laughs) And then after it, we went for a walk and we ended up having like a fight kind of like a normal like going on a walk fight kind of thing. And then it turned into this like beautiful, like 45 minute discussion about life and just like everything. That we need. So, and Chad, my partner, is our podcast producer, so he can vouch for that.
1: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, we just was just a moment of like reflecting, like, hey, we don't need to fire, almost like, like it was something from the class. I'm so, I'm so interested to know. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I want to help people, you their relationships more. It's so helpful for me to know.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of it was like, I talked about this, I think in a previous episode, or I've been talking about this a lot with my partner too, is that like I come from, this is just turning into relationship coaching and I'm here for it. (laughs) Yes. I'm here for it. Like I grew up as a twin. I have an identical twin, which is pretty cool. And so my entire like childhood growing up until she moved out of the house at like 20 was like something you talked about a lot on the masterclass was identity. And so like my identity growing up was like half of that relationship Mm. and so like when she moved out i found myself like chasing trying to fill that identity and like fill that hole by like chasing another identity of like who could be who i could be Mm -hmm. in like half of a relationship kind of thing and then i met my now partner like a year after that i think maybe two years and it was like okay i went from being like half of Allie and carly her name's Allie in that relationship to being like half of chad and carly in that relationship And so this year and this month, honestly, September was, like, super healing for me. And then, like, with the Evolution Masterclass, it was, like, trying to find the identity of who Carly is, like, on her own. Mm, It was really powerful. And he kind of realized that, too, of, like, he needs to figure out who Chad is on his own kind of thing. So we're actually, like, working towards that, which is, yeah, really beautiful. Oh, I love it. Thank you for sharing that with me. I'm so glad. I'm so glad too. I'll send you this podcast, send you the audio, use it in your marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Amazing. I love that you also, going back to you and your business, I love that you started as like a podcast and then kind of grew from there.
1: Yeah. I think like that really gave me an upper hand, you know, because the truth is like I didn't try to market myself. You know, I didn't try to say something to make people feel something and do something. I was just like, I'm expressing myself and people who are matched to my expression are a match and that's how I grew a a community quite organically like they're just being who I really am not like okay what's the brand and what do we what what do we want to get across and does this make sense it was like I didn't care and I think the less that we think especially in the beginning the better off like just things have evolved so much you know I shared in the beginning of that class like the evolution of my brand and even my, I feel like my face has changed, my vibe, my style, my energy, what I talk about everything, like it gets to grow, it gets to evolve. And so many people are so caught up in are like, Oh, well, what's the right step? You know, like, well, well, what if I want to change? And it's like, I hope you want to change. You know, you've just got to get out of your head into action, into motivation, into movement so that you can start to build trust with yourself, you know, that you follow through and start to follow through. And then all of a sudden you're doing so much and be like, how are you doing so much? And it's like, cause I stopped, the massive energy, leak of overthinking and overcriticizing, and, you know, trying to be perfect, which is all based on heavy stories of shame and doubt, which of course it's exhausting to lift anything when you're holding shame.
0: Mm, so good. And I love that you kind of talked about the importance of like doing whatever you want and not following like the one size fits all marketing brand that has been taught over and over again in the entrepreneurial world. Mm hmm. What is your podcast? Can you talk about that a little bit? My podcast is called Living Brave.
1: And again, like it's the first thing I ever did. So that's what makes it super special. And it's really about, we get really real intimate, but you know, everything I stand for, which is like shame slaying, way paving, storytelling, everything from you know more tangible business advice to how to overcome fear of success to interviewing you know some of my peers and mentors and people that I've I've met along the way of of building this brand this community so I love it so much sometimes you know the the most amazing thing too is like whose rules are we playing by so it's like oh my god but but like i'm going to have to post every week or i have to do a podcast every week and it's like sometimes i'll publish a couple podcasts a month you know, my podcast team. And sometimes it'll be like two months and I haven't shared anything. It's like it's been three years, you know, it's like building a body of work over time. The truth is, yes, it's wonderful to stay consistent, but also like I'd rather do it imperfectly than not at all. And I think people really need that.
0: Mm, I'd rather do it imperfectly than not at all. That hits different. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. I'm so glad. Yeah, you get to do it in your own way. And there's no like one, like I said, one size fits all way of starting a podcast you can just do whatever you want with it i feel like that's something i've been kind of like trying to put into this podcast too of like the solo episodes especially are very like were very scary to start without Mm -hmm. having jill here and it's like i can post a four minute episode if i want to if that's all yeah a little nugget of wisdom and then move on Mm -hmm. as the podcast started to grow how did you like how did you transition into the life coaching and the business mentoring and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah. So let's see. I had the podcast. Then I had a retreat. I was a yoga teacher, and it's like, oh my goodness, you can make money! Like, like it was insane. Like I just ran it because I want like a yoga retreat. Like as a yoga teacher, that's huge. And then after the retreat, I was like shocked. Like I never even thought like I could do what I love and like that could be my thing, you know? And so all my writing jobs started to really fall by the wayside and just had this little dream little ambition you know of being a coach but there's all this there was stickiness around it it was like who am I to do this right and finally like I lost my main writing job this was November uh, and, and I was excited about it like it had been my job that had really supported me for like four years and I remember I ran out and I celebrated you know with my friends at the time like oh my god you know I don't work for them anymore like you know when when not something's not in alignment anymore. And either you have to make the decision or life does it for you. And so I was grateful that life did that one for me. And in about January, I started like sharing more online and I just launched my coaching business and I was so freaking scared. First off, how many people try to launch businesses with no help, no business toolbox (laughs) and no plan? It's the most disempowering thing you can do, especially when you're not surrounded by other entrepreneurs. So, you know, I was like scared as heck, one foot in, one foot out, and had like this. I always say the zero dollar launch because I, I think it's empowering for people to know, like, yes, we have a multi million dollar business. And I also had a zero dollar launch flop in like January 2020. You know, like that doesn't even make sense for most people. And it was so, it was so scary. I went live. I, I pretended I had to go, it was like, oh my gosh, this is like so, it's so much putting yourself out there, right? All of your old stories come up. So after that, I just took a breather and I was connected to someone who was coaching and business coaching. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I was so scared. Are you kidding? I'd made $0 in my business and I had already invested like I think $900, which was a lot for me at the time, into this like leadership energetics program with one of my uh, yoga spiritual teachers. And so I invested six thousand dollars in this, well, you know, money I'd really saved up. And I thought, oh my God, like this is my bucket. Cause what if I never like find anything again? Like I'm I'm dipping into this bucket, but here let's go. And I just put both feet in like so many times you're like, ah, oh, it's not working. But really it's like, you're just so afraid to go both feet in that you're creating the thing you're afraid of. You know, you're so afraid of failure that you're creating failure. It's Like what if I go both feet in and it fails? So you just create failure for yourself. And then you tell yourself a story that it's not for you or it doesn't work or you don't have enough followers or they're not in your community or you're not good enough or you don't have enough certifications, blah, 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 blah. You know, that you avoid to actually be vulnerable and actually put in the work and actually show up and be brave time and time again and actually improve your skills and work on what matters, which is long term relationship storytelling connection heart soul your mentoring skills you know building a body of work over time working with the best of the best pouring in before it comes out like most people try to be an entrepreneur like an employee because there's a really low barrier to entry in the coaching world the thing is like investment time energy resource it has got to be all of them and so I really put both feet in with all of those and started seeing momentum and then started doing life coaching. We had like a $20,000 month, our first month in business, which was crazy. And we just booked out our one-to-one and then people started asking me for business advice. And I started doing some one-to-one business coaching behind the scenes based on my own heart-centered approach, you know, which really comes to like owning who you are, building a personal brand, building a community, using storytelling Um and it really evolved over time, right? I was like, oh, I want to do leadership programs. Oh my gosh, I'm learning so much about money. And I also have this background in business and finance writing. And then you know, bring in the energetics and the mindset around it and really uh, move that into sales. And then I had a program around sales and I had a program around bravery, coming back to the roots of everything about confidence, bravery, shame, slaying. So really my work is like my lived experience. And I don't speak about like the stories that happened five years ago. You know, you can go listen to the podcast. You know, I really speak about what's happening in alive live right now. And I really feel like that's why we've grown so much.
0: Damn. Wow. I feel like we've really seen into the world of you and your business. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You kind of started out by life giving you the nudge that you needed the universe providing, even though mm-hmm. like, it seemed scary. It was like, well, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> And the fact that it really shows through in like you and your brand and your, you know, how you show up online, that you've built this foundation of doing what you love with the intention of helping and supporting others rather than like trying to gain as much money as you can kind of thing. Like I feel like values is a huge thing and a huge important thing when it comes to entrepreneurship and like starting a business and being in the online world and just like really staying true to your values. Mm Mm-hmm like no shame if that value is making money, but like stay true to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, people have a hard time accepting that making money is actually a beautiful pursuit. But, you know, when you understand like why, you know, to pursue anything without a why is kind of empty. So it's like, why do you want to be in a relationship? Why do you want money? Why do you want impact? Why do you want more followers? And when you're like, oh, well, I want to break the financial chains that my family has been in for generations to come. I want to be able to have options to, yeah, give to myself because I, like you say, you talk about being selfish, but actually it's being selfless because you realize that you can only give, you know, without resentment or without scarcity or without lack from an overflowing cup. So I want to live the best experience of my life that I can. Sure. Of course, everybody does. Anyone who's lying about that is lying, you know, but it's like, you want it because it improves your quality of life health you know joy freedom options but also for your family you know i'm taking my whole family on a vacation for my 30th birthday in november and for me that's like dreams come true you know we're getting a private chef we have this villa everyone's going to be together we haven't been together in a long time like for me that's a dream come true i want to be able to provide for my family but also i want to be an example of what it's like to have wealth and have money and also be a kind hearted good good-hearted, kind-hearted person and give back, right? And be able to what that is for my community because a couple of the areas in which women are severely misinformed and disempowered by taboos or their sexuality and their financial health, sexual health, financial health, you know? And so it's like hush-hush and everyone's disempowered around it. And it really does. Like you take your power back from it when you talk about it, you know, when you have it out in the open. It's like people who are like, Oh no, no, I don't need money. I don't, I, I, I don't want that. I, you know, and just like people with money are bad or the ones that end up talking about it all the time and enslaved by it. And so like, I don't like to talk about how much things cost and money and things like this. Like, so that's why I want people to be empowered by it. Cause there's more important things in life. Right? So let's feel fi- Let's be financially liberated. And I think the best people on the planet to have money are heart centered people you know, the entrepreneurs of the world, the people solving problems in new ways. You no, know, so I'm so proud of every dollar that's come into the business because it's been an empowered yes to change your life. And, you know, I, I feel in full like so much pride and, and happiness for everyone who's invested in themselves. Through Living Brave, I've invested over $300,000, which is an insane amount. You know, like I used to make $19,000 a year. I've invested $300,000 in my own mentoring and coaching. Like I clearly believe in this industry. I feel like it's the best thing that's ever happened. The fact that you can learn from people, you can collapse time around the lessons, you can learn from the best of the best. Like what? To trust ourselves, to invest time, energy, resources, and our dreams without evidence. That's the stuff people don't see. They see the success and it's like, oh, it's easy for you because this and this. They don't see the moments where it's like, this makes no sense. Everyone thinks I'm crazy. There are so many excuses I can make as to why I can't do this,
0: but I'm going to go all in because I want to live a story that I'm proud to tell later. I love the diving off the deep end and just yeah. trusting that it'll all work out. Mm-hmm. The pride and the passion really shows through when you're speaking especially about your business and what you do and who you support. And it's, oh, it's so inspiring happy. to see and to hear. So, so happy. You. Can you tell me what the most important lesson you've learned over your career is so far? I'm curious to know. My most important lesson. Oh my gosh.
1: When I think about... It's kind of a loaded question. Yeah, I'm going to... But no, it's a great question. I love big questions because you can go wherever you want them. For me, I think I've learned that truly everyone is just human. And... We are so capable. Like, what is possible for you is so far beyond your mind's capacity to dream. Like, I wrote a goal of $4,000 a year on an intake form in March 2020, you know? Like, I didn't go into this thinking, I want to be a multimillionaire. Like, I just wanted to, like, help people and maybe do what I love full-time. Like, that would be crazy. And so it's like my mind didn't even have the capacity to, like, think what was coming for me. And at the time, I was in a relationship with someone I thought I was going to marry, you know? And that it's like, I couldn't ever imagine like right here, I'm up in the mountains. I live with my partner. I'm moving in this month. Like I didn't even know who this person was. So I would say like, you try to figure it out so much in life. You really do. And you think you've got it all figured out. And it's like, life happens. Who are you going to be in the process? And for me, that leadership, like now what, like, how are you going to move through this? Like You know, what's your next step? Like, really, you are in the driver's seat. You are the common denominator. Like, things are going to happen. Your power is your unconditional power, right? When things don't go as expected, how chill can you be? You know, when someone disappoints you, how loving can you be? Like, really surprising yourself and others with your own leadership and then watch how life becomes a match to it. So I think the sense of leadership, like, people look at the business, they're like, oh my gosh, like, how big it is. And you know like how many people are in it or you know the numbers and it's like if you could only see like my reaction like how those have respond how those have changed like the way i am in relationship you know the level of capacity that i hold energetically like it's pretty insane, you know, what's happened to my leadership and my ability to really see beyond the current situations and, and see people's projections and not make stories around things. And you've got to hold a lot, you know, like people not liking you and caring, but not making it mean something about you, being being misunderstood, being loved, you know, holding a lot of relationships at once. Like a lot of uh, the leadership of really deciding that you are going to take life into your own hands And live in the yes and the no. Eliminate the maybes from your life. Really step into your empowered decision. Make it happen. And then relax. Like really, really relaxing into your life. Like I always thought it was like relax meant lean out of. And then either you like amp yourself up and go, go, go. Or relaxing meant like, oh, I'm in my feminine. I'm not doing anything. And when I started to think like, oh, no, there's a feminine way. Like there's a strategy. Like there's a it's a forward movement. It's thinking less, moving with heart, like moving with bravery, with courage, like with your creativity, with your passion. That's when everything started to really change. It's like, I can be the eye of the storm. I can relax into my life, into the abundance in front of me at all levels, like real wealth. I'm wealthier than I've ever been. And that really has just a sliver to do with money. It's like my ability to be really present in my life. And really these concepts that I teach, every time I teach them, I'm anchored a little deeper into them. So my work has changed me. Every time I lead a program, like when you take programs, honestly, it's the best thing ever, coaching industry. It expedites your, your healing, your your ascension, your growth so much. It's the best way that you can invest your money. I, I just, I love it so much. But it's like, when I teach my programs, I'm really called to another another level of leadership, right? So I always say like, you can't pay me what I get from running my programs and I think a lot of people are like oh I want like 10 people in my programs 20 100 200 and it's like everyone else it's extra because I would be leading myself through this whether anyone showed up you know and I think that's the most empowering thing is it really does put on the perspective like you're already wealthy you've got to be rich before you're wealthy you, you know and then everything else really is an extra and extras are wonderful who doesn't like extra guac? You know what I mean? It is great. But you've got to have you've got to have that foundation.
0: Mm. When you said that, I was just like mouth agape the entire time because it's definitely a lesson that we all need to remember and that I want to keep with me. It's beautiful.
1: Thank mm-hmm. you for sharing.
0: And I love that you talked about your like reaction to things, how they they've shifted and just you are wealthy before you're rich. Mm-hmm. It's a really important lesson to learn and like feeling fulfilled has been like Coming up a lot in my world is, like, fulfillment and feeling fulfilled. And it's, like, you can't chase these, like, external fulfillments until you're, like, internally fulfilled. hmm That makes sense. Damn. so good. And in the conversation that I was talking about earlier with my partner, something came up a lot. And he was saying, like, you deserve better. You deserve better. Like, you deserve to be with someone better. And I was, like, the, like, download that came with that was, like, I don't deserve better in a different human. I deserve a better him. So it's like, Mm -hmm. how can we grow and like learn and shift and help each other grow to be better people for each other and for ourselves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This conversation is juicy. I love it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you know, to love people, I think sometimes like loving people now and loving yourself now, there's so much like who you're becoming and who you could be. And the truth is like, this is the truth. Like, are, do we have a relationship based in truth or like so many women too, who are coaches? It's like, well, the potential. And it's like, we do that for our clients, but you know, as partners, like we want to, we want to really accept each other and not need to change each other where we are now. And it's like, if someone has the awareness to say, you deserve better, it's like, you deserve better. Like, for you, if you, if you're saying those words. And so where do people not feel like they're enough for us? And like, where could we help them? And because that shame, you know, like sometimes that's like loaded with shame, which is not really tied to adaptive behavior. It's tied to like, oh, you deserve better. I'm bad. And then it's like, yeah, I do. You know? And it's just like, oh shit. You know? And no, nothing really happens with there. But when it's like, hey, I love you. And I'm I'm just excited to see who we become. But like, this is I know that, that we're going to work on things together. But like when people feel like they're not enough for us, you know, it doesn't inspire that change, which is like we want to hold them in their highest, not who they're becoming, but now. Like I see your power now and I appreciate you now. I think that inspires people more than we know. I feel like this whole podcast is just me being
0: like, damn, <laughs> I'm in so the wisdom. <laughs> so happy. This is so beautiful and such a. A potent, juicy, just beautiful conversation. I really appreciate it. And thank you. Mm -hmm. Me too. Oh. I'm curious, what's one thing in your, like in the journey of podcast to amazing coach and leader and storyteller, what's something you didn't expect that came out of it? Something I didn't
1: expect. (sighs) It's just so far out. I think that sense of wonder is really what, helps us as we grow you know and like we normalize big things but we're like in awe at the same time
0: it's beautiful like you said earlier like we're all human I feel like if you're not used to seeing or not used to achieving amazing beautiful things like you can only kind of dream is so big but just like opening up and expecting the unexpected kind of thing mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Expect the unexpected. It's life is not what I thought, you know? And, and yet like, yeah, I guess Mm -hmm. I didn't expect, like when I shared before, like everyone's just a human and really the only difference between you and someone you look up to is they just gave themselves permission and they've probably had many dark nights of the soul that you can't see that you think they're perfect. And you think it was an overnight success. And it's like, some things do come naturally and like But a lot of the times, there's a lot of questioning. There's a lot of taking action. There's a lot of risk. There's a lot of, like, really committing to this path. Because sometimes we're so entrenched in the story that we have about who we are that you don't, like, really think, like, oh, in three years, I'm going to look back at me now and be like, I don't even recognize this person. Because you feel so convicted in who you are because your ego has a story around who you are. But you change so much. So I think I probably didn't expect to... Change so much to evolve, you know, and now I'm just like, bring it on. I can't wait to find out who I'm becoming, but it's a weird feeling to think like you might look back on you and say, wow, I'm totally different now. I've got a different view on life. I've got different ideas and opinions, even some stuff I'm teaching now. Maybe I won't be in total alignment with like to just really allow your identity to be formless and fluid, like who I've become. You know, I used to like never even get my nails done. It was like a hippie backpacker, which I love that I done me, you know, and the things I used to wear. And now I'm like, I've got blonde hair. And when did these fake nails come on? And I want to get eyelashes. Like, I've just let myself really explore my desire. And I think I had some shame because, like, we like, you know, the little dopamine hit we get from identity. Like, oh, I'm not like that. Like, I'm like this. You know, and even the things that sometimes we dread, like we get a hit off scarcity. You know, anyone who's read Existential Kink is a great book. But it's like, I like my identity is not one of those people. And then when you're like, well, shame and and desire are actually very linked. So like, what if I kind of want to be a girly girl? I'm like, what? And then I just like explore that and the way I dress and the things that I've, the way I've like kind of upgraded my life. I am not think that I thought that was coming. You know, you just, you never know because your identity, you've got this huge story about who you are. So that's been really fun and it's been a huge permission. I have this reel that's like, the less I give a crap about what people think about me, the longer and crazier my nails get. You know? <laughs> a lot of people like that one, you know?
0: <laughs> but like truly. That's such a beautiful, important lesson too. And I wholeheartedly agree. Cause like I talked about this in a previous solo episode that I did, but like I recently left a client, similar to your kind of beginning experiences, I left a client that I never thought I'd part with. And who was like, a huge part of my business. And like, I think I was with her since like the beginning of starting my business too. And I was like, this is perfect. I'm never leaving. And then it just like came so fast and was like, no, the, this relationship needs to end and it needs to end now because it's just not working for either of us, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's a huge like shifting point. That was recent too. That was in like August. So that was like a huge turning point for me and my healing and like what I'm doing in life. And like very similar to like the identity of who you are and like, I'm not a girly girl kind of thing. I feel the same way too. Cause like, as you can see, I have no hair and this was a very recent <laughs> discovery and a d- recent like shaving of my head. And I have had hair like down to my butt before I've had like every length I've donated it and I've always seen myself as mm. Carly with long hair and she just has short hair now of thing and it's very similar with my partner like he had long hair his hair is like down to his shoulders which is like very non-traditional for men you know and it's like Mm. non-traditional in our relationship that like I have the short hair and he has the long hair and like we live in Whistler BC and we have a couple roommates and like one of my roommates saw a picture of him with short hair and Mm -hmm. was like oh my god who is that like you look so different and to me I'm like no this is the same Chad like this is Chad this is the one I know and like got into a relationship with and love kind of thing. And then Mm -hmm. him now is just the same him with long hair, but it's like, he's a different person, you know? And I still see myself as like Carly with the hair down to her butt, like she had in high school. And it's like, no, I have no hair now. This is who I am. Mm, So, so powerful. That's
1: so cool. You like
0: intentionally, you know, changed identity. (laughs) And I only just realized that like, this is who I am now. You know, this is my identity mm-hmm. now. And I love that. <sighs> Powerful. Thank you. Yeah. I am very curious what your unpopular opinion is. Around Ooh, my unpopular
1: opinion.
0: Could be around coaching, could be around the world, could be around like anything. Anything first thing that comes to mind, really. Hey, unpopular opinion. And I know you told me this one. And I'm like, ah.
1: sometimes, like, you know what's funny? I used to put like, trigger warnings out there, like, oh, I know this might be triggering. And now I'm just, like, I trust that people who don't agree with me just get curious. And it's, like, about what then. I do, right? I don't feel like I need this disclaimer all the time. Yeah, I guess not unpopular opinion, but it could be. Like, I, I truly believe that the things that you think make you less than are really the source of your power. Ooh. Like, the things that you're, like, oh, if only they found out. And, like, this thing that's holding me back, it's, like, really the thing that's going to make you most successful, it's like really the thing that's going to make you most magnetic it's really the thing when you confront the truth and you eliminate shame around it you're going to be unstoppable like your deepest darkest secrets that you think make you less than are the reason someone falls in love with you like i know this this has been fact in my life
0: oh damn that's a good opinion yeah good opinion <laughs> uh, that's so yeah good. that's the unpopular opinion i love it I feel like as I get, like, more and more guests on this podcast and, like, more and more people tell me their unpopular opinion, I'm like, I don't know if we're just, like, have this connection, but I'm like, everyone's unpopular opinions just seem like facts to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, unpopular fact. from the rest of the world. That's like, is that yeah, not just yeah. a like, fact? Yeah, unpopular? <laughs> exactly.
1: I'm like, doesn't everyone think this? No, some people think that's crazy. Okay, yeah, maybe they'll say
0: more. Perfect. I love it. I love it so much. I feel like podcasting has been my gateway into like being more vulnerable. Like you said on the evolution masterclass, cause it's game changing, but you said that like you don't keep anything a secret kind of thing. It's like everything about you and everything that you've done to get to where you are is like out in the open and like findable. And I feel like the podcast okay. is this podcast. I don't think I've ever been this like vulnerable on social media
1: well that's awesome
0: congratulations such a good way to be thank you I love it so much I want to get into our permission slips because I know we're getting down to the end of this so I'm gonna I'll say mine first just because I'll give you a second to stall a second to think of your permission slip so my permission slip this week is to expect the unexpected I know we talked about it earlier, but like, especially with like the masterclass, I was like, this is for my business and only my business. And then it became mm. like beautiful, personal, relational conversation um. and healing. So Ugh, I love that so much. My permission slip give
1: yourself permission to claim that you're a freaking legend like I know we talked about this on the class but that like I'm a legend I'm a savage whatever you want to freaking say but there's there's a part of us that's like oh I don't know like what to do and what's gonna happen you know we all have that voice like what do I do but there's also a part of you that really exists it's like girl you're a fucking legend like you are legendary what do you mean you go do it babe like you like you know like that part of yourself that's been so repressed like that's fueled by you know like desire by by even sacred rage by like you know that part of you that's just like so strong and sometimes we kind of pretend to be the other side of us which is beautiful too i think we can play with our insecurity because like we're afraid of who we might be on the other side of like really accessing that power but there's nothing to fear really it's so accessible so i'm harnessing that energy of like i'm a legend we're living legends not because of what we've created or what we do, but because we exist and we claim it. And that's pretty legendary. Just claim that you're a legend.
0: Yes, you are a legend. I love it. You're a legend. Yes, we're all legends. All you beautiful listeners. I feel like something that just came to me is like in the masterclass, back to the masterclass again, is you were talking about like taking your mentors like off of pedestals kind of thing. And just like everyone's kind of like on the same level and like you don't have to hire a coach if they've made more than you you can hire a coach who's made less or done less and it all depends on like what feels good to you there's no rules around it and you saying that you're a legend I'm like the only person you should put on a pedestal is yourself Mm, yes 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 gorgeous amazing thank you so much for this beautiful conversation oh thank you for having me yeah can you tell our listeners a little bit of where they can find you online. Yeah, totally. I have the
1: Living Braves podcast. So if you just look up Living Braves, it should pop up. And then I have my Instagram. I hang out on a lot at Shoshana underscore Raven. We have so many different courses, programs. The free stuff is amazing. And we have like really awesome and like actually for what they are, really freaking accessible group offerings and things like this. Like I have an art of storytelling. I'm one week immersion coming up and a sales immersion and all kinds of stuff. So I highly recommend checking that out. And then we have our website, ShoshanaRaven.com, which is fun. And our Facebook community, if you like to hang out on Facebook, there's people sharing posts and collaborating and networking inside of that community. So yeah. And I don't know if you'll link to The Evolution will stay free. So if people want to watch that class that we've been talking about. It's Raven.com slash evolution.
0: Amazing. Yes, we'll have all of that linked down in the show. You're awesome. Epic. Thank you so, so, so much. Amazing. Thank you.